welcome to the Wixpa Podcast, your home for free audio features, shows, and interviews, brought to you exclusively from the Warring Consolidated School of Performing Arts. Welcome to year two of Wixpa, the podcast. We are here today with a very special guest, a new faculty member from the Warren Consolidated School of Performing Arts, Dr. Sloan Artis. Hello. Ovations from the crowd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we wanted to get to know Dr. Artis a little more for those of you out there listening that uh, might not have been had a chance to meet her yet. Um, let's just jump into it. Dr. Artis, tell us. Wow, you have a doctor. I do. That's pretty cool. What is your doctor in? My doctorate is in, I have a doctorate of musical arts, and it's from the University of California, Santa Barbara, and it is in vocal performance, and then I have an emphasis in collaborative piano, so I've done a lot of singing and a lot of playing in my life. Impressive. (laughs) so what has led you into theater what is the driving force there so i grew up loving theater i was in a lot of musicals when i grew up uh the program that i went through in my high school had a really good music program where they emphasized music education as well as performance and so I've just always really loved music, musicals, musical theater and theater. And I went into vocal performance because I was told to. I was told that that's what my voice needed to do and what my voice was meant to do. And just throughout my time as a performer and as a teacher, my heart has continued to be taken by musical theater. So um, even though I am a classically trained opera singer, uh, musical theater is really what I love the most. And so as a teacher, I have uh, continued to educate myself in the world of theater. And I've directed musicals, I've directed plays, I've directed, I music directed musicals. And um, yeah, that's what led me to want to be a part of an educational staff that works on theater and musical theater every single day. Well, you're in the right spot. That's what we do here. Yeah. That's what we do. Um, what would you say is comparing uh, opera and musical theater, how do you think the opera, you know, helps you, helps you know, students helps you in terms of the aspect of musical theater, teaching musical theater? That's a really good question. Um, So operas are essentially musicals. I mean, they're the first musicals, right? It's a telling a story in a musical form and you use your body to express through your voice, through words and through movement. So um, they're really not this, that different. Uh, the biggest difference is obviously a lot of operas were written in foreign languages, in a, a language that's not English. Um, 
But nowadays, musicals are performed in other languages all over the world. So there's really not much difference with that. And then, of course, just the style of music. Um, and sometimes the, sometimes the instrumentation is a little bit different. Uh, maybe operas might have a larger orchestra where musicals have a smaller, you know, more chamber-like orchestra. Um, and then, you know, the storylines. Um, but I'm not sure if anyone out there that's listening knows, there's actually a lot of musicals that are based off of operas. So, for example, the the opera La Boheme by Puccini is also the story of Rent. And um, so... There's, Butterfly, and Miss Saigon. Yeah, Madam Butterfly. Madam Butterfly, really? Mm-hmm. Miss Saigon. So um, there's not a lot, a whole lot of differences besides the way you sing. And um, obviously in musicals, there's a lot more evolution when it comes to dance. And uh, in operas, you won't necessarily see tap dancers or, um, you know, intense jazz dancing or anything like that. But um, they're not that different other than that. Do you have a favorite opera? Uh, yeah, I do. My favorite opera is uh, called The Ballad of Baby Doe. And I think I like it a lot because it's the closest to a musical you can get to in opera form. Um, and it's by a composer named Douglas Moore. It is written in English and it's set in the Colorado area during the big like silver and gold boom. And I was in it when I was in college and I love it. I just love the music. It's so beautiful. It, it tells an awesome story. It's easy to follow. It's easy to digest for maybe people that don't know a lot about opera. Um, and they don't do it very often you know, in professional settings. Um, that's one thing that, that disappoints me about opera these days, at least in America's, in my opinion, is that there are only a few operas that are performed on a regular basis. And uh, there's just so much out there that I think people could really like and learn to like if they were given the opportunity. What about musicals? What's your favorite musical? So my number one favorite musical is The Secret Garden. And my second favorite musical is Legally Blonde. <laughs> um, I love the same show. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. Very, very different. The Secret Garden is amazing. I love the music. I think it's gorgeous. I think we all have um, we all have memories of when we saw something, and then that sometimes make us makes us love something so much. And I remember seeing The Secret Garden as a child when it came through Detroit. And just, I love the story. It's it's just really amazing. I hope we can do it at Wixville someday. Perhaps we will. Mm-hmm. Perhaps we will. Just got all, get those singers singing real, real nice, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. So what you, tell us a little bit about your, you know, educational theory, what, what do you think you bring to your classes? What do you like about teaching? Sure. That's also a great question. So just a quick backstory of who I am. I grew up in the Detroit area, I grew up in Gross Point, And, um, I went to Indiana university for my undergraduate and my master's. Uh, both of those are in vocal performance. 
I took some time off. I uh, went out into the work field. I was teaching and I was singing as well. Um, I got into teaching because when I was in college, I worked on the costume and hair and makeup crew. Uh, that's what in Indiana would hire students to work on the crews. And so it gave us, you know, on hands on training, but then we also got paid to do it. So that was my part-time job. And my old choir director from high school hired me to design the hair, wigs, and makeup for one of the shows. And so I, I one of the high school shows. So I went back at the end of my master's and I did that. And while I was there, a couple of the kids found out that I was a singer and they asked me if I would teach them a couple of voice lessons. And I was like, okay, I guess so. I had never taught a voice lesson before. And pretty much as soon as I started teaching those voice lessons, I was like, ooh, I really, really love teaching. I get so much uh, satisfaction out of it, almost more satisfaction than I get performing. So for the next couple of years, I built a studio and I built a business while I was still performing all over, you know, applying to different places. In the summers, I would go and I would perform a lot. And a couple summers later, I was in France performing opera for a few months, and I met the head of the department at UC Santa Barbara. He was also there performing, and I was talking to him about how I really wanted to continue strengthening both sides of my professional career, which was teaching and then performing. And he said, well, we're looking for doctoral students. We're looking to hire, uh, not hire, excuse me, accept some doctoral students into our program. Would you be interested in applying? So I did. I applied and I got in. And so I picked up my life and I moved across the country and I uh, enrolled in my doctoral program. So I went into the program knowing that I wanted to teach more full time than I was performing. At that point, I had really decided that's what I wanted to do. And so I guess the rest is history. And um, so since I graduated with my doctorate, which was about seven, eight years ago, I have, uh, I built a, uh, another business back here in Michigan and I was teaching privately and I was teaching group classes. I was being brought in to a lot of the different schools in the area, the colleges um, as uh, somebody that I would give them, you know, pointers. And as, as a guest artist, I had been directing musicals and plays at different show, uh, different schools in the area. And then I was also faculty at Interlochen, still am faculty at Interlochen. And then I joined the faculty at Saginaw Valley State University. And in the process of, I promise I'm almost done in the process of, um, Doing this, I worked at a dance studio at one point uh, as their musical theater vocal coach, and I met a choreographer named Corey Callahan, and we kept in touch. And then a few months ago, she sent me a listing saying that there was a uh, position open at the school that she teaches at. So I looked into it and I was like, I think I could really do this job. And I think I could bring a lot to the program, having worked with individual voices, group voices, 
um, being a director, being a music director, being a performer, I think that having all of those different facets could really add to a program like Wixpa. So I applied and here I am. <laughs> um, just a couple little fun questions and then we'll wrap it up. Sure. So where uh, has, has theater or opera, where has it brought you? Where's the coolest place you've gone that uh, you wouldn't have been there if it weren't for opera theater? Uh, definitely France. I lived in France a couple of times. Um, I lived on the west coast of France on a small island called Belle Isle, which is Belle Isle, actually. Um, you Detroiters know what that means <laughs> or where that is. Um, and I lived there for about three months at a time. And it was exactly what you would imagine it to be like you, you, a storybook, like, Beauty and the Beast type of storybook, like cobblestone, you know, walkways. And um, you walk down to town and you buy a baguette um, for lunch and dinner. You know, you it's right along, right along, you're right along the water. Um, there are lighthouses. I mean, and you meet you you meet people that you that have never left the island that would never even know who you were if you hadn't come to the island. You eat cheese. I mean, it's pretty incredible. That sounds incredible. And so I believe we should stop on a fairy tale. Why push it any further? Sounds great. Thanks for being our guest today. No problem. uh, You know, we hope uh, the rest of you out there listening will come back and hear some podcasts in the future. And come see the shows. Come see the shows. Bye-bye, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Please follow, like, and share us on Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat. And pick out your favorite seats for our next show at WCSPA.net.